Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Today's a little special edition. A little quick catch up with my friend Jill Chin. Hey, Jill. I'm just so happy that you're the star of paradise. <laughs> I don't know about the star. Oh, you but... are. Name someone more star worthy. It's like you, Lace, Genevieve. and Genevieve ruling yeah. the world. I know. It's funny. It's so funny. I could have called that too. And did I call that? How many times did Jared and I tell you you're going to be ridiculous and the people are going to love it? I know. It's honestly, I feel like most people love it. And there's like a small portion that are like, you're annoying. Get off my screen. And I'm like, no, I can't. Those people who say that you're annoying are the same people that say that I'm annoying. Yeah. And I'm just like, do you just want boring TV then? Right. Like, what do you want to watch? 
Right. I'm being entertaining. I know. Now, are you doing it at all on purpose or are you just like, are you just letting your freak flag fly? Like, do you forget that the cameras are around? Yeah, I forget the cameras are around. And like, it's interesting because like when you're in interview, you're just like, you say so many things. And half the things I like see myself say, I'm like, I really said that. Like in the heat of the moment, I'm just like going off. Uh, I understand. I've said some bad things. I know. And like my friends and family have been like, it's so good to see you be this person on TV because it's like, I'm, you're telling me a story in the living room, you know, like they say that this is the most authentic version of myself that like I they've ever seen on TV. So unfortunately it is just who I am. Well, you're great TV. And I got to ask about what your family thinks of the previews for next week as you're seen in, um, you know, just petals, leaves, naked or completely naked. Oh, yeah. You don't no, even have no, petals. Completely naked. Yeah. yeah. I, I like how old am I? You're naked. Um, You're naked. <laughs> but yeah, you got totally naked with totally. Jacob mm-hmm. on a date. Yeah. How do they feel about seeing this? So I actually walked in on them watching the end of last week's episode. So they were watching the preview and they're like, oh my God, you caught us. And I kind of like stood there as they were watching and my dad was so mortified. Like, obviously, I told them before. Yeah. Like, you can't not. So I warned them. But I think seeing it, they were just like, anytime I come on the screen or if I'm kissing someone, they're like, no. So yeah, they're pretty mortified. But I'm like, don't worry about it. Like, I'll be black boxed. It's fine. And I think once they see it, they'll kind of understand because it's not like sexy, raunchy. It's more like empowering and beautiful, you know? Well, the sound bite that goes along with that clip is you being pretty emotional. So is there feelings that evolve during this one-on-one that maybe uh, you didn't feel the first couple days of Paradise? For sure. Yeah, I'm excited for people to see me do the love thing because I haven't gotten to do that yet. You know, I've just been like in the trenches, crazy emotional, but this time I'm actually like starting to have feelings. Oh my gosh. Okay, we're excited to see this. We've got to backtrack a little bit and go to your Romeo storyline. Now, I know you told me before Paradise that you never like kissed Romeo or anything like that, but there's definitely flirtation in the air. Can you tell people your backstory with him and Kira? Yeah. Okay. So Kira and I went to New York. So we're really good friends after the show. We went to New York and we met up with Romeo. Um, And so there were definitely like flirtatious vibes but at first like I wasn't feeling it I was like "Eh, whatever like I'm not really into this guy um and then we all like the three of us honestly became friends um and then there was definitely I'd say like Romeo and I were flirty friends like we both knew there were feelings on both sides but we never crossed that line like we never kissed we never went on a date anything like that um so then when I heard that Romeo and Kira had kissed in the club I was hurt by it. Because, they like, kissed they had- in the club um, when you were around or at a separate time? No. Okay. It was a separate time. Okay. Yeah. And so the way that they were like both talking about the weekend, I just kind of like assumed something had happened. And so I just like asked Romeo point blank and he was like, yeah, like I did kiss Kira. Um, and so I was just a little hurt by that because they were trying to like keep it from me intentionally. Um, and then after that, we all just kind of like split ways. Um, and I hadn't talked to Romeo or Kira really since January or February. Um, so when I saw Romeo on the beach, 
that was the first time that I had spoken to him since. Oh, wow. That was a long span of silence. A long span of silence. Yeah. Did they talk in between in that silence? I think they did. Yeah, I think they did. I'm not exactly sure on what basis, but I think my understanding was that they did. Did they go to school together? Yeah, they went to Harvard together, but I don't think they were friends. Um, And also, like, after, after all that happened, I... Like we squashed it, like three of us, we squashed the beef and we were just like, yeah, we just need to take some time away from each other. Like, obviously the trust had been broken. And so we just were taking space from each other. Um, But I thought we were cool. Like I thought everyone was cool. I thought Kira and I were cool. Um, And so that was kind of a shock when I went to paradise and then that all kind of blew up. But did you, because I remember having a conversation. It was very cold out. We were having some white wine. We were watching Jared golf. (laughs) And you were like, there's something. They're going to use this because because we're probably all going to be there. So you knew that there was potential for the storyline to continue. Okay, For sure. I knew there was potential and I didn't know because I hadn't talked to them. So I didn't know people's individual feelings you know like I knew my feelings that I was like going to be very non-confrontational try not to deal with that situation which is what I tried to do but then it just like kept creeping in like here was interrupting I didn't know she had romantic feelings towards Romeo and so I was just trying to like run away the entire time um, that was like my biggest fear was that that was going to happen and it ended up happening. So to me it honestly didn't seem like a girl fight situation it was more the way Romeo handled it which at Honestly, first, yeah. he seemed pretty good about it. He yeah. said to her, I'm not going to pursue anything with you. I'm going to go after Jill. And then mm-hmm. things wildly changed after 24 hours. Do you think that he used you as a way to get out of anything with with Kira? Because it seemed like after 24 hours, he was after Brittany and no longer going after you. I honestly have no idea. Like, I wish I could be in his brain because none of his decisions make any sense to me. Um, He came in saying that he was interested in pursuing me. And then, you know, he told Kira that. And so everything tracked up until that point. And then, you know, when they asked, like, you see in the show, like, when they asked, like, oh, how are you guys doing? I'm like, we're cool. Like, we're just going to chill tonight. It'll be fine. I had no idea he was nobody. Nobody there had any idea that he was going. He wanted to talk to Brittany. So that was like a complete shock to all of us. And I don't know what was going through his head and why he didn't like talk to me first. He was like, oh, I was scared. I'm like, okay, well then that's cowardly. And you knew you were going to hurt me. Like he knew that was obviously going to hurt me, but he did it anyways. So I have no idea what he was thinking. One of my favorite lines this season is Michael A saying something along the lines of, I'm starting to doubt that Romeo went to Harvard based on his decision making here. It was awesome. I know. I know. <laughs> well, so speaking of good lines, you have two that really stand out to me. You stood up to yourself so beautifully to Romeo when you were like, I think I'm a pretty cool person and you're missing out. Am I getting it right? Something something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, I was like, I'm a great person. I was like crying. I was yeah. like, I'm a pretty great person. And you know that i know but i loved it because i love it when people kind of like admit that they like feel good about themselves and that they like know that they deserve something good yeah uh i also loved when you said that ship has sailed it's all the way to the middle east now i know that was so good thank you i feel like no one really picked up on that oh my gosh but yeah he he had tried to talk to me a couple times that morning and i was like absolutely not like i really cannot do this with you anymore love it how was the fan feedback on you standing up 
up for yourself this week? Yeah, super good. It was really good. Everyone was like, you go, Jill. A lot of people were like, she better not accept his rose. And I'm like, give me a minute. Like, give me a minute. Like, trust me. Like, I'm going to take the rose and do what I want with it. Um, He was cool enough to say this is a rose to either continue this if you want or for you to explore other options, which was the perfect thing for him to say. Another time where he didn't really mess up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what are you supposed to do? Say deny the rose and then you not stay? Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like I had spent so much time on that relationship. Not so much time, but like a week in paradise time is like a decent amount of time, especially when you have a rose ceremony coming up. Yeah. So it's like I had wasted all of that week on him and not made any other connections. And then I would, what was I supposed to do? Like there was no other lane that I could take. No in order to like stay and perhaps like explore something in the future. So I felt like, honestly, I I kept calling it like an apology rose. I'm like, Oh yeah, Romeo gave me an apology rose because he wanted to like smooth things over, which was nice. I really appreciate it. Um, But I felt like it was right for me to do that. You know, 1000%. I would never think otherwise. Yeah. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So let's talk about a couple other storylines that are going on. You were really close with Teddy. And then Teddy decided to leave. She didn't say bye to anyone. Were you really upset by the fact that she didn't say bye to anyone? Or would you have done the same? Oh, no. I was really upset that she didn't say bye to anyone. Um, I had talked to her before. So, like, you know, we were just, like, sitting down the steps. And I was just, like, kind of talking to her about what was going to happen and what she was feeling. And I remember saying, like, just come see me before you make a decision. Like, just come see me either before you leave or whatever. Like, we'll figure it out. And then, and then I didn't see her ever again. Like, it was, it was really crazy. And I know she stands by that decision. I support it completely. Like, if she'd come to me and been like, do I want to go home? I'd be like, I totally get it. Um, but yeah, she just, I mean, Serene was looking around for her. We just had no idea what was happening. And yeah, I mean, she's like a dear friend of mine. And I like was really upset that I didn't get to say goodbye to her. But I think she just didn't want us to try to convince her yeah. to stay because like I would have. Yeah. 
How do you feel about her mindset of leaving just because things didn't work out with the person she intended to be with there, which was Andrew? Yeah. I mean, I think there were a lot of factors that like went into her decision, but she said it herself. She was like, to me, like paradise, like Andrew is paradise for me. And so I feel like she really like had her heart set on that and she wasn't interested in meeting anybody else. Like, I think she was interested in meeting Rodney, but she really was like laser focused on like, I want to come here to try things with Andrew. And since that didn't work out, she was probably pretty upset about it and didn't want to hurt Andrew and didn't want to like explore other options in front of him perhaps. Yeah. So I, I get it. Um, I, I honestly just don't think that was the right environment for her at all. Mm-hmm. And I like support her decision to leave. Mm-hmm. Shanae is a totally different character here in Paradise than she was on the show. Why do you think that is? Oh, I think that she probably saw herself on screen and really didn't like the way that she was portrayed. Um, I also think she probably just did a lot of like self-reflection. I mean, once she was essentially like canceled and she was vilified and she did make really bad decisions and say horrible things. And I, like, I remember having a conversation with her before Paradise. I'm like, you did some really awful things and said some really bad things that, like, I cannot defend. Mm-hmm. But I think if you go to Paradise and you if, and show people, like, who you really are, you can kind of rewrite this and go on another path. So I think that what we've seen up until this point and hopefully what we will continue to see is, like, kind of a testament to her, like, putting in the work and putting in some thought into herself. Mm-hmm. So I think people should just kind of, like, I, some people love redemption and some people don't think that people deserve it, but I oh, think everybody deserves it. That's ridiculous, but you're Everyone right. A lot of people it. don't think that a lot of people don't, but um, yeah, I mean, I think that what, like she really surprised me this season. She really did. And I'm proud of her, honestly. Yeah. She's doing a good job so far. Mm. Well, you gave Shanae some advice and Jared and I gave you some advice going into it. <laughs> Was there anything that really stuck with you. I always say that the advice that Jenny McCarthy gave me before going on the show was the piece that stayed with me. And that mm-hmm. was basically like go along with it all. Yeah. But don't do anything that you feel is really wrong. Right. So yeah. what did, did we give you any um, words of wisdom that stuck with you like that? <laughs> no, you did. Um, I remember Jared always says, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Cause it goes by so fast. And like, I'm trying to do that now as well. But especially when I was there, I was trying, I mean, I was trying to enjoy it. God, it was like pretty rough there. Um, and then honestly, like when I was, when I saw you guys, you saw how like emotional I was. I saw a tweet. Someone's like, Jill Ashley's there just to visit. She's not there for free therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but I know her. It's different. <laughs> like, um, Yeah. I think just like kind of enjoying the process and not going in like with a plan, like not going in and thinking one thing is going to happen. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go after this person, this person, just like being open the entire time. I think that was like the best advice. What guy did you want to see there? Rodney. Okay. I yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. It, it does it. Do you ever have anything with Rodney? We're going to have to see. Okay. I know. All right. Well, next stay episode, tuned for that. Episode. All we know is that you're on a date with Jacob in the next episode. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I'm on, on a date with Jacob 
in the next couple episodes. Oh, couple episodes. Well, not a couple episodes, but it's not the next one. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. All right, and then last question about, like, the cast. Kira, just because I have to bring her up again. She's mm-hmm. a doctor. Mm-hmm. She's a nut. <laughs> How do you imagine patients of Kira responding to this, seeing this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I... So I, I said, like, you're a physician. Like, what are you doing? Because I was just, like, so flabbergasted. And it honestly had nothing to do with, like, physicians can't have fun. Or of people course who have, like, not. That's jobs. What, like, of course. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to come across like that either. It's just kind yeah. of funny to see, like, your doctor in that light. Yeah, it definitely is interesting to see. It applies to like. so many different occupations, though, For on sure. the show. Like, I know, like, I know lawyer, there's so many lawyers that have been on the show, and then they have to, like, mm. deal with going to the courtroom, and it's a little bit strange. I but, know. But, like, Kira is bringing a vibrator into the boom boom room by herself, and it's just like, I can't unsee that. I know. It's got, like, more power to her. Like, she's really, like, doing the work to, like, make sure that, like, I guess women in that field are respected regardless. So yeah, I kind of, I kind of support it. I'm down. I'm down. Speaking of the vibrator, you guys found it in Sally's suitcase. Please tell me you thought that that was like a planned moment. Of course. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I would never go through someone's real suitcase. Okay. I would never go through someone's belongings. Um, I think it was just supposed to be kind of like a lighthearted, praying yeah i don't know but it was it was very obvious to us what it was um and then to the viewers obviously it wasn't so obvious but that's what i kind of want to get across like guys it is the realest of the real when it comes to reality tv like all of our feelings so real real. Yeah. yeah sometimes we will throw a little fun moment in there that's supposed to be tongue-in-cheek like that exactly. moment that yeah. was when i didn't get the cinderella date I went around with a glass of champagne and a Cinderella costume pretending like my friends were like the mice and like the cat from Cinderella. And I was being so, I was trying to be hilarious, but people thought I was being dead serious. I'm like, are you guys crazy? Are you you crazy for thinking that I'm being serious right now? I'm just having some fun by myself for like the 10th day alone at the mansion. Ooh, yeah, I know. That was pretty rough. Everyone, um, I got like, even my cousin texted me, be like, you're going through someone's suitcase. And I'm like, no. Um, yeah. They could have gotten away with us believing that you guys were truly going through the suitcase on your own when they found the vibrator and like the extensions. That's great. But the waffle maker made it so obvious. <laughs> yeah. And there was also a veil in there, too. Oh, because, yeah. Like, for- and I'm like, come on. Like, I, I did feel like after that, I felt really bad. I did. I felt really bad yeah. about it because like going through, like setting somebody up like that. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, that was a bad look. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see Sally apparently actually come down those stairs because we do yeah. have a little clip of her speaking. It is in paradise. Yeah. And we clarified on the last episode that while Wells's sketch may have been a little exaggerated, because I don't think the producer stayed in the trunk for five hours, mm-hmm. there's so much truth to that story. Way more truth yeah. than exaggeration. Oh, yeah. Apparently that story is fully true. Like, I know the producer, and apparently even the trunk bit apparently is true. No, not five hours in the trunk. There's no way. I think it was an SUV. Okay, that's what so I said. I like, was like, there's no way that they ever like agree. Trunk, trunk, right, right, right. Like an SUV. She stayed in an SUV trunk for five hours. 
four hours. Apparently. I don't know. I don't know. But she, that's, she's that's probably on her phone doing work that long. Probably. Anyway. All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to play a superlative game with Jill. Bear back. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, 
would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back to do a little rapid fire BIP edition with Jill. Okay. Okay. Well, who would you most want to be stranded on that strip of beach at Playa Escondida with alone first of the same sex? Like of other girls, okay. who do you want to who do you want to be stranded with? Um Oh God, if are we talking strategy or just like friends? Just wise? friends wise. Hunter. Hunter okay. for sure. Hunter. All right. Mm-hmm. Guy wise. Um, oh God. I feel like not romantically, but I feel like Michael A, just because I feel like I would need I don't know, he he just seems like a really solid. You would need the stability there. of him. I need yeah. The stability. Yeah. I feel like he would like have a plan and it would actually just be fun. Yeah, Michael A for sure. Okay, okay. I think that's a smart decision. What was your favorite paradise food? Um, I really like the beans. Honestly, the beans are so good in paradise. Everyone would just leave me their little beans on their plate and be like, all right, Jill, here you go. So, so good. What was your go-to drink? Ooh, my go-to drink was just like a vodka soda, but then I would have a tequila sunrise, but then it would always give me a headache. But mm-hmm. yeah. That was like a little treat. Did you ever feel drunk there? Because I could never feel drunk there. No, yes, I remember us talking about (laughs) this, and then we're like, okay, we have to take shots. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I never felt drunk there. It was so annoying. I think just because we were like sweating so much, like immediately we just like sweated. That's what it is. You sweat the alcohol out the second it goes down your esophagus. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm like, Wells, like, are you even putting anything? I know. Not. Yeah, that was bad. I know. Sometimes, guys, you just need a little, and you, especially when you like a guy there, you like want to be a little buzzed so that you can be like all flirty. Yeah. And it's hard. 
<laughs> it's so bad. I know. And I hate watching myself flirt on TV. It's like so embarrassing. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Did you have a poop bathroom? Yes. Oh my God. I had a whole routine. <laughs> I don't okay so I didn't go for like the first like couple days yeah everybody was constipated when we got there and we talked to the doctor he's like we're having constipation issues which is interesting I was just like because in the girls living you know there's no door there's only yeah yeah beads so guys yeah so it's not like you can knock on the door so what I would do is I would wake up super early in the morning like my body would just naturally wake up and be like I gotta go and then while everyone was sleeping I would go so I didn't have to worry about anybody, you know, like coming in. And then I also had one in the Rose Palapa. The little okay. one in the, the Rose, Rose Palapa. Palapa is a good go to. Yeah, that was a good one. You know that there are plenty in the Boom Boom rooms and it's air conditioned. I was never allowed to go. Well, I never went to the Boom Boom room. I know, but if you go into the Boom Boom rooms, which are air conditioned, there's like secret bathrooms in there. I know. Yeah, yeah, with doors and locks and everything. <laughs> that is so annoying. I was like the beat, like I was in there with all the critters and the heat. Oh god, that was oh, awful. Yeah, pooping that was really bad. in the dreadful heat. Something. Nothing worse. No, it's pretty bad. Um, who surprised you the most there? Ooh, um besides Shanae, because that's an obvious one. Yeah. I was actually really surprised by Aaron and James. Um, me too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like James was actually, so I was like, I literally was like, Oh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I was like, they have two brain cells. One's name is bro. And the other one's dude. Like I was just like, wrote them off totally. Aaron is like one of the funniest people ever. So he's actually like really sweet. Yeah. And then James is actually like, not as like bro and like (gasps) macho as you think. He's not bro at all. And I honestly never thought he really came across, but bro he just like happens to be like Aaron's go-to bro. So James has always come across as pretty like sweet and sensitive to me, but Aaron Mm -hmm. surprised me so much. I Mm -hmm. told Aaron to his face. I was like, I used to make fun of you all the time on TV. Like I, I straight up just did not enjoy your presence because I thought that you were, I know I was so honest because it was yeah. such a 180. I was like, mm. you are so funny and you have so much self-awareness. Yeah. And you're easy to talk to and all this stuff. I was like, mm. on TV, it just seems like all you want to do is fight. Like, come at me, bro. Come at me. I know. Like, right. I'm yeah. angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. But I really yeah. liked him. But I think, yeah, I think this season, it's it's not so much that. It's it's like the sweeter side and the funny side. Yeah. So, yeah, he really surprised me. Okay. Now, besides Jacob, Romeo, and Rodney, <laughs> who we all know that you are interested in, was there anyone there that you don't ever have anything, any, you don't actually... You weren't interested in per se, like while there, but in hindsight, yeah. you're like, yes. oh, I should have pursued. <laughs> yes. Okay, who? Well, they haven't come on yet. Okay. So it's like in the future. Oh, darn. But there's two guys that I'm like, Jill, I'm going to kill you. Like, thinking about it makes me want to die <gasps> because they were right in front of me. Like, I am the biggest idiot of all time. That is such a good tease. I literally beat myself up every day about not speaking to these two men. <gasps> oh my God. Okay. Well, and they're so good. They're so good. 
I think we need to end it there because yeah. that tease is so excellent. Jill, you'll be back on our podcast next week when you are at the live Almost Famous podcast at Audrey's. To all of our listeners out there in the New England area, it'll be me, Jaren, Jill, Cassie, and Ben joining us. Cassie Randolph joining us for a live podcast. We'll be there from 7 to 10 p.m. on Thursday night, this Thursday, October 13th. And it's free to the public. Everybody can come in. But listen, be prepared. There will be a line. You're going to want to come early. We are going to have three different mini sessions, three mini meet and greets and three mini podcasts. So we'll be able to like meet and talk with a lot of people, cycle in and out. Um, So hopefully if you show up to Audrey's, you will be able to get in eventually, but it, it will be. Ba- it will be bachelor fandomonium. <laughs> yeah, it'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. So excited. Yes, we are so, so excited. And for the first 200 people that will cycle through the shop, they'll be getting free pumpkin rose lattes. Mm-hmm. So pump- join us for a pumpkin rose coffee for a very warm, cozy live podcast with your bachelor friends. We love you guys so much and we'll see you then. Bye. Oh, until then, I've been Ashley. I've been Jill. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. 
And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 